welcome to another episode of Divas of Design, episode 9, the DivaWare's Prada. That's what I've called <laughs> this week's episode. That's very good. <laughs> Look, having to come up with the puns every week is like always either a last minute process. Uh, last week's or last episode was originally Divas of Tomorrow because I forgot that the previous episode was called Whatever Happened to the Divas of Tomorrow. <laughs> so. So I was like, oh, I guess I should change that. Uh, Diva Vision, sure. <laughs> Just taking things that I know of and replacing the word. How are you? Okay, so uh, uh, those not listening ever before will do the stand soapbox thing. Uh, we are two trans girls with no history in fashion. We just love talking about... You know, <laughs> I love you just shaking your head for all the listeners. We just love talking about de- costume designs, mostly in superhero comics, but also like movies, wrestling, title belt design has been a, the num- the first episode. The, it was funny, the Yete, which you know, <laughs> came up last week when my friends were showing me this video. But How are you, Christy, my hi. co-partner in crime? Hey, hi. Uh, I got some exciting news, actually. So I was working uh, this pro- uh, past Friday, as one does when you have a 9 to 5. Uh, and last week was annoying because I'm not sure what it is, but I was getting like 7 to 8 spam calls a day. Uh, I'm not sure why, but on Friday I got a call. For, it was a New Jersey number. Most of them are from New York, from Jersey, so I answered it. And it was a uh, Planned Parenthood of uh, my local city, and they were like, "Hey, we have an opening for your first HRT consultation." So at the end of the month, I am getting that done, which I'm very excited about. Woo! Hell yeah! Which is exciting. Yeah, that I mean, hopefully means I'll get my my titty skittle uh, pills. I mean, uh, so next many, month. so many pills. You know, you I know. can. And you can get medication multiple ways, but yeah, yeah. I go for the pills myself. Uh, yeah, it's easier not... for me to deal with. Yeah, I know. Like, there's also a needle, but I'm not sure where you stand on needles. But I'm not a fan. Yeah, uh, look, needles hurt. Yeah, right. <laughs> you also have to go to a place. Well, no, I guess they give it to you. Doing yeah, it. no. See, nah, like, like... I-, I trust myself. I'm not an idiot. Debatable, but uh, I trust myself more with pills than a needle. You know. <laughs> yeah, there's also gels. I know. Oh, okay. I yeah. think. I think some of my friends have gel. I I don't know if that's an option over here. If that was yeah. England, okay. But I know um, there's different op- yeah. options where, yeah. depending upon where you live. Yeah, and I'm hopefully, gonna, yeah. we can pray <laughs> that we get to keep these rights for these. Yeah, I mean, I'm in we're, I'm in Jersey, so I'm good for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Jersey, Jersey. PA is like we might <laughs> fuck you over. <laughs> <laughs> I will fight Doctor Oz if they try that shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, great, great news. Yes. Awesome yes. to hear. Yes. Uh, so, I guess we should do, like, what What else is recent with you? Oh, uh, so I beat Elden Ring last week, which is the Congrats, first Congrats, I you. guess. <laughs> also I very, very, <laughs> I feel oddly accomplished with that. So, uh, now that Elden Ring is underneath my belt, I've been helping my partner play her run, uh, and I beat the Model Browns game for the PS5, which uh, rules. It's a good, cool, it's a good, cool. it's a good video game, uh, and... Uh, been reading a lot of comics. You know how there's a bit of like a supply chain issue with paper and whatnot? Sure. Yeah, so books were delayed for a while, but now they're coming out, and now so it's like, what, it used to be like one or two books a week, it's like four to six books a week, so it's been a lot of a lot of comic books, like the Hellfire Gala, you know, remember when we re-ranked that? Yeah, yeah, we, we talked about some of the designs. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure I knew that you would have things to say about it yeah, that came out yesterday oh uh, well i guess today yes uh, i bought it yesterday because my comic shop does not believe in street dates which i applaud them for uh if we're good issue good issue really enjoy that uh been reading that been reading a lot of berserk because that's on sale again and uh love love me some berserk and i the dreamer's now in the dc universe and i wish he was in a better book but uh <laughs> yeah like, i cannot i cannot bring myself to care about aged up jonathan kent no i don't like it's... Yeah. I miss young baby boy Super Sons Jonathan Kent. He was fun. Uh, it, it's it's yeah. great that he's queer, yeah. but like, I don't care. Right, so, yeah. Like, you're so boring. Right, right. We, we had a boring queer character. He, he was, his name was Bobby Drake, and we were fine with him. I don't need two of them. <laughs> Well, that's a different universe. Yeah, so. right. Right. Well, you know, for the most part, DC's been pretty good with like having fun gay characters, like your, your Batwomans, your Harlequins, your Poison Ivies, your Catwomans. Yeah, the Bobby Drake is so. That was a Bendis thing too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was a Bendis thing. Yeah. Jesus. 
like, uh, and that that's far worse, I think, because like the coming out of Bobby Drake was Jean Grey brainwashing Bobby Drake into you, saying it. Uh, so yeah, did you read Jay Edidin's piece on that? No. Jay Edidin did a piece for Playboy, I believe, on I, Jean, uh, outing Bobby, and they were pro it because sometimes your coming out story isn't a happy time. Sometimes it's traumatic and shitty, and that's why they liked it. I think that's a really cool take on that, to be honest. See, I remember their original take when I was listening to Jay and Miles explain the X-Men. Yes. And like, it was, there's a, a strong case can be made that Bobby, uh, Bobby Drake is bisexual. Like, because there is so much history in the comics of him being bisexual. Yep. The problem is, Jean Grey is shown to be using her telepathic powers in the process, and she's like, like, this is the young transferred to the future her future <laughs> current present so it's like did Jean gay just forcibly make bobby drake gay because that's the joke that will continue forever a little bean i think is the uh handling for young Jean when she was still around is it oh geez, yeah that's baseball. that's a terrible nickname <laughs> listen listen i'm not gonna get nothing to be that i had uh someone who spent it less told me that and i was like okay that's cute i guess and it's like weird because it ends up being because it's time travel, so it's not even the same Bobby Drake. It's Bobby Drake from a different universe. I yeah, I don't know. Listen, I'm not gonna try to explain Marvel time travel because it's complicated enough. Let alone it is not. Mark Greenwald <laughs> wrote the rules back in like the 80s. Right, but like <laughs> there's 11 rules. They're easy to understand, <laughs> and if you do not understand them you should not be writing a time travel story. That's his final rule. Uh, well, I'm not writing, though. I'm not currently writing for Marvel That's Comics. Fair. Or anybody, actually. That's fair. Also, he's, you know, long since passed away, yes, and yeah. Bendis probably wouldn't give a damn. But... <laughs> Anyway, look, it's a, that's a weird time, but yeah. like everyone that I tell them is like, yeah, no, Jean Grey made Bobby gay. I don't know. It's that's, it's that's... not out of the realm of belief based on if, on reading that comic. <laughs> and like I'm ha like, I don't know because like especially when young Bobby talks to few older Bobby, <laughs> it's such a weird scene. Uh, I think that's also like. It's it's very weird, but also very on brand for X Men. Like, is this the dumbest shit? Yes. Are you an X Men comic? Yes. Ah, it's on brand then. Anyway, John Ken Superman, kind of a boring book. <laughs> yeah. Damn, we uh, really I really yeah. went off on that tangent. <laughs> Taking that back. Uh, it's my fault. I made a Bobby Drake joke. Uh, I know. You know. I'm glad that uh, that Dreamer is going to be appearing in her own miniseries soon, though. Oh her, yeah, look, actual, love, yeah, Nicole. I love Nicole Maine so yes. much, and her love yes. the character. Yes. Seeing like all her quotes about it, it was like nobody. Look, if they ever put Dreamer in a Nightwing book, keep me away from it because I'm gonna <laughs> just try to make them kiss. <laughs> and I'm like, I respect that girl. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's entirely understandable. <laughs> it is yeah. Nick Grayson. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Last week, oh yeah, I had like a fun weekend, oh, which cool. was busy. I had a dentist appointment, which you know, like so originally, I so there was this house con plan for this past weekend, okay. and I was like, well, I can't make it. It's the week after Fourth of July. I, there's no way I can get off from work, and I believed this for months. Right. It turns out like the week before, I realized, oh, I already have off that Friday. Because I have a ah. dentist appointment in the morning. Ah. <laughs> like, I'll just go for the cleaning and then, like, drive straight from there. Cool. I end up, they found cavities, so, like, uh, that sucks, but, yeah. you know, whatever. But otherwise, the dentist was like, everything else looks great. You know, like, we'll just fix this up. That'd be fine. It's just basically a, a, a filling that came uh. loose or something. Uh. Uh. <laughs> so, but, like, so we went out, and it was, you know, a tabletop role-playing convention, you know, which, you know, you, so your friend will be very happy to hear some takes. They're probably not okay. spicy. Okay. Uh, I showed up just in time to play uh, Pasión de las Pasiones. That is a game about, that is a Powered by the Apocalypse game about playing Spanish, well, this seems redundant to say, but Spanish telenovelas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Go this, on. The place set that we played in was, was a, a Star Trek setting that, like, my friend always does. So, but it's always fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. It's like, look, 
they the pitch like the pitch i guess that he presented is like look you know star trek's very popular and they decided to like sell the brand off and somebody bought like the rights to you make a make it in oh, okay. mexico so and, now like they made a spanish they made a telenovela based, lost, in, based in star trek you lost me for a moment not like an, on the, the quality idea just because like what was going on but now i'm back in it and i love it oh <laughs> That's yeah very good. like I was playing, I played La Beleza this time. Previously, I played La Ampliada, which is, you know, like, you know, like, it's the maid that's always, like, they're super beautiful and people love them and chase after them, but they're always in over their head. Right. And, like, the beauty is the one that takes over scenes and just shuts people down left and right. Like, oh, I love you, but I can't be with you. <laughs> like, get, rile them, you get to rile them up and then just immediately, like, we are not going to, though. That is so good. And, like, that happened because, like, there's the Lampliata, like she was like got misconstrued by her, her two lovers like going to meet with each other and then so she ran to me because I, she knows how I, I, I go to her to unwind and you know I rile her real up I'm like ah but I was playing a Romulan and she was working for the Federation I'm like you know I would love to be with you but you work for the Federation it's just <laughs> <laughs> and she's like oh my heart keeps getting broken and like it was it's a delight like it gets real ridiculous that is wild yeah yeah no I love it um then yeah like i got there i took some philly soft pretzels and picked up some water ice because i'm from philadelphia other right. people call it italian ice yes yeah i mean that's how you understand it's re if you know what rita's is you know what yes. water ice is yeah i think yeah this is very much a tell us we're from the east coast yes. without us telling you from the worth of the east coast <laughs> yeah people that call it shaved ice get out of my life oh <laughs> no yeah, i mean unless i really like you but yeah. it's not shaved ice I've what region is that from? Because I've heard Italian ice is what I'm familiar with. So, I just know, like, there's this other podcast I listen to, and I tuned in live with last week, and the guy used to live in New York, and he's been, he basically moved to Philly at the start of the pandemic, and he's right. been there since, and I said, I'm like, all right, you know, how Philly are you now? Do you call it uh, water ice or Italian ice? And he's like, you know, I, I really love a shaved ice. I'm like, what? That is not a shaved ice? So... Oh. That was that was like I was like Madeline Kahn and Clue. <laughs> um, then that night I can't remember the name of the game, but it's dark. It's a dark game, um, and it's basically a sort of an improv storytelling game based on a true story of this serial killer from the thirties. I do not remember the name, but it's about like this man. This was a real. It's, so you have to treat it seriously because it is a real story and all the real the names are they have not been changed oh. Oh. you are playing the mind of this serial killer oh that's dark like, holy crap he, he, he was famous for like he won like world championships for soap carving and he was in love like he used to rent a room from this family and he was in love with the one daughter right uh, but she married someone else okay. and like he was very he was brought up with a very religious background and he and the mother always got along and and like it talked and it's about playing out how the night in which he murders the mother her other other daughter and the other boarder that is now living at the house oh and it's like so what like one player is narrating the events like you see the next step of the night and you keep oh. narrating up to that without ever talking about it and the other players ask uh, like as they're like they're taking the cards that have like pictures of soap on the back and like they're taking scissors and just like cutting like they're just carving the soap and like they can but like they're supposed to like interrupt with leading loaded leading questions or loaded questions or what does this remind you of and then like you can trade the soap and that's when you pass pass off narration so like <laughs> yeah it's no it's real dark <laughs> yeah yeah the hardest part for me was when I was like just talking about like what I'm doing is like all right I like at times it felt like treading water because like I'm not allowed to say what's on the back of the next card like I have to just talk about stuff that's why like it's very important for other players to ask questions to interrupt the train of thought even though it might feel rude to interrupt the train of thought but like one is like you know you you stand before the uh, the doorstep waiting to ring the bell that's <laughs> like, so cool <laughs> and it talks, yeah like it talks about like uh 
Yeah, I... I forget. Uh, he smothered the mother, mother with a pillow. Um... Like the daughter comes and he hid the body under the daughter's bed, oh, <laughs> the oh one daughter's bed. Then, God. then I think he smothered the daughter, daughter on top, and then like the the border came home, but he's deaf. Like he was deaf <laughs> in real life, cool. and then he stabbed him a lot of times with what the a... scissors. Oh. So it's just like there's no cleaning that up, <laughs> and like this was done the night before Easter Sunday. And then he just moves to Chicago and lives there for two years before something happens. He's recognized and he turns himself in. Like, and he'd been Christ. in and out of mental facilities beforehand. And like, he was like, it's real dark, yeah, obviously. That, so because like that is not a fun time. No, but like all the other games were like filled. I'm like, yeah, you know, like sure, I'll try this out. <laughs> yeah, if I can play literally else, I'd also choose literally anything else. It was like also short, but yeah. My well, <laughs> my one friend was running Hearts of Wulin, which right. is which is a Power by the Apocalypse game about playing a Wuja China, uh, television show or you know, it's sort of some sort of Wuja show or movie. Like you know, it's just like you know, fighting and like romance, but also you gotta like contain your emotions you can't ah. like be you know expressed you're not supposed to express them okay uh but like that was a two-parter in the morning i wanted to play masks a new generation which is right. the teenage suit well it is the young adult superhero game okay <laughs> which you know big into like one right. of the main reasons i drove out but also getting to see people i haven't seen both since before the pandemic so that was pretty great you know cool. just getting to see people and hanging out and chat just Ah, that sounds like uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. And then in the afternoon of Saturday, right before leaving, I played the board game Root, which also has like, and I like this so much. I bought the game on Steam. Oh, wow. So okay. yeah, this is it's a it's a real like I, I think it's a pretty cool board game. So uh, it's got asynchronous rules. So whatever character or faction you're playing does not work the same as any other. Ah. Well, maybe. There's two Vagabonds, and if two okay. Vagabonds in their game, they play the exact same way. They just might have different roles. Okay. Uh, I played the Thief, which, you know, I was in the lead when I left, so... <laughs> but without ever stealing anything, it was oh. mostly just a... Uh... <laughs> it's funny, like, there was another lady there that also had green hair. We bonded after <laughs> I played uh, after I played the, the soap carving game. Right. That's, like, when we met. But then, like, she did a thing and, like, trapped me in the one location. I'm like... He broke the green-haired sisterhood. <laughs> and so, like, I just started attacking her. I'm like, oh, I get victory points for every time I take a piece of hers off the board in battle. I will keep attacking her. Wow. Damn. <laughs> like, you're not, one, you're not crafting any items for me to take. <laughs> and I give you cards when you get when I take them, so you're benefiting this. But it was... But, like, there's, like, the river traders, and they're basically war merchants. They're like, oh, you're all at war? Here, buy my stuff to help you win the war. That's how oh, it works. You, you need mercenaries? I'll sell you mercenaries. I oh, you want to use the river to travel? Sure, <laughs> I'll pay me up. Then there's the cats, which are the colonizers. Okay. They're trying to colonize the forest. Okay. There's the uh, the forest alliance, which, you know, they're the rebel alliance trying to, like, get, get keep the cats, at, cats out. <laughs> there's the eerie. Nobody played them. They're like, the birds obviously they're the airy <laughs> but like they're like the main nemesis of the cats i think makes sense like real life uh there's the vagabonds the vagabonds are like so everybody else has like soldiers that they put on the board the vagabond is just one piece and he's just <laughs> like a D, D adventurer just trap traveling oh. through the forest doesn't really care about most of the squabbles it's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah he's just like trading and collecting stuff and doing quests and exploring ruins <laughs> And uh, so I like, but then there's this lizard cult where like they can just convert enemies into their mi like oh, their own minions. Okay. Like no, 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 you're you're a cultist now. That's how cults be like, though. And uh, who is the? Oh yeah, the my green-haired sisterhood pack breaker. She was playing the uh, underground alliance or the underworld alliance, where like their criminal conspiracy, where they they like they put little plots on, on like parcels of land and people guess what those plots are it's one of four things it's either a snare which right. happened to me you can't oh, no. leave right uh there's a bomb it'll just kill it like hit, kill everything that's oh, there 
uh, there's extortion where like they demand whatever from them, and I don't know what the fourth one is. Okay, <laughs> that's not they're not in the Steam expansion yet, so okay. I was like, I don't know how to play them. <laughs> um, the river one. I can't remember what else, but like, cause we played with like six players, it and it was a learning game for most people. We did not finish it, right? Because like it's long. Oh, like it's like a Euro game because asynchronous oh, rules no. with analysis <laughs> paralysis. Like because like, but also like, your turn is generally unaffected by what people do on their turn. So like, you can walk away and like get a snack and do whatever. Right. And like because like you know Kate came back and was like, "Oh, you killed a lot of my stuff." I'm like, "Yes, I did." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh I I had I I knew I know a handful of people who are like into Euro-style board games and uh I love them. I have not found one I really like because it's just like so much. <laughs> I mean, there's a look, there's the Euro and then there's what Amerithrash or Ameritrash is might be what it's called but it's like the <laughs> you roll a bunch of dice and that'll yeah. tell you how many yeah. more dice you're supposed to roll yeah. <laughs> and it's I, like, also, I also haven't played too many board games recently like i'm trying to think what i like it's mostly been tabletop stuff like uh there's lord lesbians fifth edition um cole cthulhu campaign i'm i'm in and uh i think that's it i bought like uh back at packs unplugged uh my partner bought uh dead of winter i want to say it's oh, a, a pretty yeah. fun board game she bought that i got the world of warcraft pandemic edition last okay. year i had to open that uh and we have a bunch of like little shorter games that we eventually have to yeah. make time to play but yeah that's and then sunday uh because i had to come back saturday night because i had a morning game on sunday okay uh star trek Avengers. here's okay. uh your friend if she wants me to talk about game design look modifius 2d20 star trek Avengers. I think it's a terrible written system. Look, <laughs> it's not terrible. It's very good if you like very crunchy games that have lots of rules. Right. That, but with, but it has a book that is very hard to find those rules. Okay. And like, look, the lore in the book about <laughs> Star Trek, very well in depth, very good. But uh, no, I do. <laughs> we do not like it. We do not like playing the game. <laughs> it's I, like it's got feats, it's got talents, it's got skills. I'm like, eh, this is too much. But then when you roll combat, oh, you, then you roll these <laughs> custom dice, Ooh. and if you, this symbol shows up, it means this. And I'm like, uh, I honestly swear to God, I thought you said the Star Trek Avengers, which I was like, what kind of mashup is this? <laughs> Tell me more, because <laughs> like, also because like Tony Stark's obviously like the Captain Kirk. I mean, it feel Analog, like right? Star Trek probably crossed over in comics, right? Uh, X-Men, the X-Men. Yeah, I thought <laughs> yes. so. Which Two is, McCoys. Which is really weird when you think about it, but I don't know. I don't. I guess it depends which crew it is. But Oh, uh, I believe it was both uh, Kirk's crew and Picard's crew. Huh. <laughs> I mean, neither of them are like peak queer like DS9 no, and no, Strange yeah. New Worlds are. So. I gotta watch Strange New Worlds, all my friends screaming about it at the time. Yeah. And um, then, so, what's I doing? Oh, and then today, I really, so one of my favorite game settings, 7C, I love swashbuckling okay. adventures, movies, like uh, the Court Jester, Three Musketeers, Four Musketeers, Return of the Musketeers, <laughs> okay. Legend of Zorro, Mask of Zorro, all of this stuff. <laughs> and then today, I was realized, like, for years, there's no good systems to play it. Even the original systems are not good. Okay. Too crunch. Oh, not for me. They're not my cup of tea. Okay. okay. Uh, then it's just, I was like, wait. It's all about like just being over the top and passionate. <laughs> and I really love Passion de los Passiones. I'm pretty sure. And there was a Zorro telenovela. <laughs> so okay. I'm like, I think I could just run pa 7C with Passion de los Passiones. <laughs> so that might be the next thing I try to do. That's because like wild. there's the playbook like there's the El Caballero. It's sort of like the sheriff heroic. You know, they're no guile. They'll just do thing for heart and honor. There's uh, El Jefe, who's basically usually the villain because they've got an art. They've got thugs. So <laughs> there's La, La Dania, who's like the matriarch, who's got like weaving webs of like intrigue, and was like, no, I've got you know. I have interest in everything that's going on here. Hmm. 
but other than that, the thing that I've been most obsessed with as a friend of the show, Abby, you know, I know we've been almost a half hour me <laughs> rambling, but look, I started this book yesterday and I could not put it down today. Uh, Delilah Green doesn't care. It is by, I have to look it up. It is, look, it is, le- it is a Hallmark lesbian movie in book okay. form. It's incredible. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, is it finished? Uh, it's so good. Uh, it is by Ashley Herring Blake. It is it gets a, real smutty, folks. Real smutty, and like I'm a monster that listens to it on the speakers. Oh, <laughs> while I'm working, I'm like, hope my dad doesn't come in during this, but. <laughs> I've seen him watching porn out in the open, so oh, I guess it's fine. Oh, no. uh, yeah, I started a new book, too, <laughs> which is okay. not as smutty, I think. Uh, it's Legends of Latte by Travis Baltry. It is, a sta- it is a story of an orc who's tired of being a warrior, so she opens a coffee shop. Oh, look, that's, that yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, it's like a 200-page and... novel, I think. This will be a short one, I think. Yeah, this is uh, this was see I do the audiobooks, so this was eleven hours forty one minutes. Okay, okay. But yeah, yeah, I started yesterday. I'm like, nope, can't finish, (laughs) can't put it down. Love it too much. That's awesome. All right, I guess. Yeah, we should probably ramble. I've talked about so much shit. (laughs) You know, needed to get them RB. Look, if people want to submit. (laughs) <laughs> role-playing games for me to rant about <laughs> we want i don't we cannot put them on the list unless we start a new list but that's even more subjective yeah, i guess than like game costumes. design game design is different from character design right oh it's wildly different <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of structure that goes into making rules for a why, game yeah you'd have to do there i had to like smile and nod politely i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah like there's no like there's not as much discussion about that. <laughs> Unless it's like a video game. Even then, I, I would not feel qualified to... I, I feel qualified <laughs> to talk about video games, but not that's like our, rank a design of a game. That's our spinoff podcast. Well, I have to explain a video game to you, and you have to explain a board game to me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so for folks that have suffered through this half hour of us rambling... Uh, like I said, like we said at the beginning, we rank designs, visual designs that audience members said submit, and then we submit some ourselves. Costumes, belts, basically some sort of thing in popular culture that has a visual element to it. Uh, our list is 77 strong. Hey. Number one, the no ghost sign from <laughs> Ghostbusters. 77. Still Elon Tusk from Rick and Morty. <laughs> Episode three, not yet dethroned. <laughs> I don't. I want something to dethrone it because it just depresses me. <laughs> do you right. think? Do you think in that universe too, uh, Twitter is suing Elon Tusk? <laughs> I don't watch Rick and Morty, but sure. <laughs> I hope it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, this week's list from Robert. Let us know if you want us to say your last name in the emails because I'm I'm not I'm not going to say his full name because right. I'm like I'll just he signed it Robert, so right. I'll just say Robert. Right. No doxing. Uh there's a theme oh, okay. That yeah, uh, basically we'll see <laughs> if you can figure it out. Yay. Well, literally it's like 1 plus 2 equals 3. So okay. okay, so it's not three different Arrowhead costumes this time. No. Okay. Uh, Which was a fun list. <laughs> not trying to knock on anyone, but that was a fun list. So let's do screen share. Yeah. Uh, first up on Robert's list, you know, I f- I looked up a lot of info for this. Okay. So because like I wanted to be in depth. Okay. Uh, it is. Go, we're going back to wrestling. Okay, uh, I can't say anything. I just it's I know I haven't I haven't <laughs> okay. started sharing it yet. Okay. I'm building it up. Okay, it is a title belt. Do you have a guess? Uh, is it modern or retro? Modern. Oh. Uh, is it AEW related? No. Oh, then I have no idea. <laughs> All right, it is. 
Oh, he dropped the Spinner Belt! <laughs> yeah, it is the John Cena Spinner Belt. Oh, shit. All right, all right. Okay, uh. <laughs> the WWE Championship Spinner Belt. John okay. Cena, you know, I looked up some info. Because there was, like, a documentary or something, maybe. I don't know. Right. Uh, John Cena claims he was heavily involved in the design of it. And here's the quote that I found. How I was about the Spinner Championship Belt. I was much more involved and meticulous about the design. Where the diamond should be, the size of the diamonds, the shape of the spinner, the size of the diamonds on the inside of the spinner, where the colored gem should be, the difference in metal, what the leather should feel like. Like, I was so much more into that. <laughs> and I can believe this because John right. Cena is a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> Noted cigar and anime enthusiast John Cena. Yeah, so uh, anyone that is familiar with the spinner belt knows what it is, but for those a lot of people don't know uh it is very gaudy <laughs> it is a gaudy championship belt here's the static photo they sent they sent the gif so <laughs> it's a black leather belt um uh there's looks like a big silver plate behind it but like it's real like he talks about like the bling bling of the <laughs> spinner belt like because it's it, like there's the eagle at up top there's like this ww scratch logo with the red scratch lined underneath it there's some looks like rubies dotted around it says like champ and diamonds <laughs> underneath but like the ww and the red line spins it's yes. it's called the spinner belt because it right. spins like his first spinner belt was the u.s championship which was much more subdued uh only the, like the red and white flag that were behind most of a gold plate spun uh this like it's just you know like miz would turn it upside down yeah. for, the, for when he was the champion for a long time look i hated this belt for so long but because i was watching then because like you know it is based off because john cena for those that don't know he was a hip-hop character for right. a long time and so they wanted to do like a bling belt for him to be right. you know because he was a rapper right uh he used to be an evil white rapper i really enjoyed him when he was the evil white rapper but like you know look he got the sp uh <laughs> and then sorry, like his weird catchphrase of hustle loyalty and respect, respect. it was like right. that's not very what i remember the one wrestlemania when he comes out with like a bunch of gangsters in his entrance <laughs> 30s style chicago gangsters i'm like yes you know gangsters are well known for their hustle loyalty and respect right uh correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't he feuding with kurt angle at, 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 at this time when he was the doctor of dominomics <laughs> look i don't know he feuded with kurt a lot so right. just remember uh, there being a thing where um, Angle brought out a small person dressed as John Cena and just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, that sounds like something that Angle would do or Vince <laughs> would do. Right. Um, I know, like, also in the same video where the John, I got the John quote from, like, immediately follow its Edge, who just tears apart the spinner belt <laughs> and how much he hated it. Because, like, all right, we want to give you a custom rated R belt. He's like, all right, I'll come up with all these designs. And they say, ah, no, we're just going to give you, like, the R as the spinner. He's like, God damn it, I hate the belt <laughs> so much. And, like, I respect that. So, I think, look, I have a mixed feelings because I think it's, like, an ugly belt because it's so gaudy. Right. But also, the function of the design is so brilliant from a marketing right. aspect because you can just make this is a toy that you right. can sell. Right. Yeah. And if it, like, look, if we're just dealing with art, and for a character piece, it works for John Cena and only John <laughs> Cena, and he should have been the only one that held that belt. But I will counter that it worked for the Miz. Like you said, he could turn the W upside down. It's the Miz. <laughs> yeah, but like that was like eight years into the title reign. <laughs> <laughs> he is the awesome one. Uh, I, like, <laughs> like it is the mixture of like it's ugly, but it rules. <laughs> right, right. Like, uh, it makes so much sense. So I'm looking at our list. It's definitely better than the Divas Championship. <laughs> well, obviously. Is it better uh, than the Andre the Giant belt? That would put it above Vi from Arcane. And I, uh, but, like, it's the obvious com obvious comparison. Is it better than the Andre the Giant belt? I don't think so. Yeah, in like, my, it's my the heart question of, of, like... <laughs> and this is the question of, like... Which do I think is prettier? I think Andre the Giant's belt is prettier. Yes. Which is a better design? 
Oh, I still say still aesthetically say Andre. Andre. Yeah. But yeah. functionally, <laughs> spinning goes a long way, folks. Yeah. Look, as as something as something made to sell, the spinner belt is the better design because <laughs> like, but I. Look, it, I'm I'm not going to fight hard. I'm just <laughs> presenting the reasons why it could go higher. So, no, I because think, it is toyetic. Yeah, it is toyetic. But I I think Andre is a better design because Andre looks more like what you think of when you think wrestling belt. Uh, I don't think it's as good as Vive Arcane. I th- here's a question: Is this better or worse than Zorn? Um. So this is where we get into the belt. Was it the final ranking? I feel this one. Zorn's pretty crazy. Right. Oh. Right, I guess the real question is: Do we like this more, or what do we like better? This or God Felicity? So here's like it's the <laughs> thing because like comparing it to the belt's easy for me. Right. But comparing it to like aesthetics that I love. <laughs> like, okay. Way harder. Here, here's my pitch. I'd say it's better than Hellfire Gala Cyclops. Yes, I would say it goes between Catwoman and Cyclops. Okay. Because I, I was glad to see this, but I remember being very excited to see that fucking gray toad on Arctic Assault Catwoman. So I think it goes between those two. Our <laughs> new number forty-seven. Fucking the spinner belt is incredible. <laughs> That's a good showing, honestly. Yeah, yeah. like, alright. So, I told you a 1 plus 2 equals 3, so yeah. you've only seen 1. Right. So, <laughs> let's see... I'm going to see two pull up my Word doc with the info, because I have to... Uh, Power Rangers Mystic Force. The core Okay! Five. Okay. <laughs> this is our first multi-group ranking, but I think it's this is fine. This is easy to yeah, like it's the same look, cost. Uh, there, look for people not watching. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with Power Rangers, but generally like five color team. You know, right. each character color coordinated. Uh, they're pretty great designs. Uh, so we got a Green Ranger that's got uh green, black, and gold as his colors. Uh, like the cool helmet, he's got look like it looks like a bull horn yeah. on his helmet. Uh, this is going from right to left. Uh, right. Pink Ranger has a butterfly, black butterfly face visor part on her helmet. I think the recurring color for everyone is black and gold. It looks like so. Right. Uh, Pink Ranger has the mini skirt with white leggings underneath. These boots are real cool. I love like the that Good gold boots. black band around Good the boots. Yes. Yeah. It's sort of like cuff pirate boots, but and they got the sort of like around the gloves too, the wrists. Um, they all have half capes. I love a half cape. Uh, then the the red ranger in the middle. I don't know what animal that is. It's some sort of it looks like I don't know, maybe a phoenixy. I don't know. Lots of See, like the one once you go from ram to butterfly, and then I'm like, I don't know what this is. So, the rest of them I cannot figure out if they're supposed to be birds. But uh, they got they all got the uh, similar cool belt. Uh, it's, you know, the green was a green jumpsuit, red's a red jumpsuit, yellow's a yellow jumpsuit, uh, pink and blue. It's a light sort of a, almost yeah. powder blue. Uh, Not- they have the mini skirts. Yeah, not love the power blue. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I like powder blue. So, um, but yeah, like, I, I, I dig them. I'm generally pro Sentai. Not my favorite. To be yeah, honest. look, I don't. I haven't watched any Power Rangers since original Power Rangers. So, I have not done like every Ranger ever. So, like, <laughs> I'm just looking at this, yeah. like, as costumes and. Uh, I, I looked up. The costume designer, as credited on the show, is Gavin McLean. They've got 21 costume designing credits. Oh, okay. uh, did two other Power Ranger shows, I think. Oh I wait, hold recall. on. So that sounds like a, like an American dude to design for this. I mean, look, I'm just going with the credits on IMDb. So. That's, yeah, no, because I, I don't. They usually like it's Japan sets the design, and then America spices the footage, and then girl. <laughs> The pa- the Power Rangers stuff is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Look, they're listed. I it, I don't think that Gavin <laughs> McLean made this unless yeah. this was entirely filmed in America. 
but I don't know. I'm not doing all that research. Yeah, I, the, my pal's at Ranger Splate, and she needs to explain the Ranger Splate this to me. <laughs> all right. So, all right. so, uh, so like, I think they're like real. You're, they're de- it's a pretty good superhero team costume. Right. Like, I like how like you know they got the white turtlenecks going up under the helmets. Right. So it's just like no exposed skin. Uh, so I don't think it's as good as speaking of Catwoman, Jungle Strike Catwoman. Oh wow! Yeah, that's uh. I don't. I'm not feeling this to be honest. Like it's like eh, really? Yeah, I'm not feeling like. Where I know we don't. Strike? I know. I know we we don't have we have oh, okay. other like we, we this is our first Power Rangers group, but like I have enough like pop culture passing knowledge to know what Power Ranger designs I like versus I don't. And like these, I don't know like. Not feeling it. Not feeling the choices. Like you know, I know. See, I really colors. like the the helmet, the helmets with the visors. I think they're kind of neat. I love a half cape too. So. Yeah, the cape's but cool. Like, just, yeah, I don't know. It's like I see this again. I mean, look. If you're saying it's not as good as Jungle Strike Catwoman, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think they're better than Namor. And I think it's. I think once again. I think I. I think that's. I think. I think Catwoman's my ceiling, and I think it's. But it's better than Namor. Okay. Yeah. All right. The right new there. number fifty-two. Yeah. Power Rangers Mystic Force. Core five. I don't know. Uh, I will say the belts are rad. Those are some good belts. Yeah, those are some like yeah. neat belts. And yeah. like, it looks like was that a sword hanging from them? It's like oh, dagger, maybe. Uh, yeah, dagger sword. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So All right. you got Tokusatsu. Right. Plus wrestling. Okay. What's your guess? Ooh. Daniel Warren Johnson. No, um, I'm gonna say okay. Here's my guess, and I'm probably wrong. Uh, it's gonna be King from Tekken. All right, you <laughs> you are wrong. Yeah. It is Jushin Thunder Liger. I mean, I'm I'm right in a, in a roundabout way, but wrong in the actual truth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, scroll up. <laughs> Jushin Thunder Liger rules. Yeah, uh, look, he designed. The mask based off of Jushin Liger from the anime of Jushin yes. Liger. Uh, he is, look, he is a, he's a superhero in wrestling. He's just like a, an anime character in wrestling. Uh, I don't know how to best like to describe it. He's got like a demon mask with like horns sticking out the sides and put it's red and blue mixtures of blues and he's got fangs sort of like the uh, what a tengu type face right. uh but like he's got like this is with the entrance gear where he's got the silver flowing cape with the big sharp sh- pauldrons that come down the front and like it's the classic red and white jushin thunder liger outfit like uh, i don't look if you don't I, I highly recommend checking this out. Like he's got like the white kick pads and like white up to white knee pads with like fun like circle and black lines and then like there's the white like shards that come down for, over like his thighs and like the the tr- diamond pointing down on his crotch. <laughs> like look, it's just real great looking, folks. I know I know he predates this, but I see this and I immediately think Strong Bad from Holstar Runner. But oh. I mean that I mean that in a positive way. <laughs> that is a good association, yeah. you know. It's that wrestling. is fair, but like that's Again, yeah, I know he predates uh, Strong Bad, but Obvious. I just can't honestly that. Okay, so time to look at the list. Uh, so I'm looking at the Riddler Silver Age Nagante area. What do you think? This is better it's or worse? It's definitely better than Nagante. Okay. Gigante. Yes. Uh, better there or worse is... than Silver Age. Uh, he's at 20. We're at 28 right now. 28? Uh, better than Silver Age Riddler. Okay. Uh, just like Action Poison Ivy. Better. Okay. Um, Mario, Mario is like. I don't know. Oddly comparable, I think. Yeah, I think that's that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. he's very comparable. Honestly, I think he's. No, I think he's better than. I think even. Hmm. Spawn. Ooh. Around. I'm looking around Ooh. Spawn. Okay. Okay. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Ooh, Wolverine Hellfire going. That's Laura. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like. I don't think it's. Better. I, I yeah, think yeah. it's uh between. This is our new number nineteen. Better than Spawn. Not as good as Carol Danvers. Okay. Yeah. All right, it's just like yeah, that head yeah. looks real good. Yeah. So like I'm thinking, I'm like, this is not only really good, but it's like 
never changed, right. but it's just like, oof. Well, they nailed it in one, you know? Yeah, they really yeah. did. Yeah. Like, like, if you look up, like, Japanese wrestling in the dictionary, this is the image you're going to see. <laughs> probably. Jushin, yeah. Jushin yeah. <laughs> Thunder, like, rules people. Right. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, look, yeah you were Fisher's acquired sister. I've, I think, uh, like, I think he wrestled for WWE, like, once, maybe twice. Yeah. And it was like NXT Brooklyn, and he had a match with Tyler Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze, and it was the weirdest thing ever. It's like, oh, they just brought him in just for this one weird match. Okay, sure. I do miss. I was Tyler. there for that. It was I great. Tyler Breeze. Uh, I was. Oh, which, which takeover was that? Was that takeover? This is the first takeover. Oh, see, I went to the one where it was uh, Samoa Joe versus uh, Nakamura for the uh, belt, which I think was okay. two or three. I forget. Uh, let's see. I was at one, three, and four, I think. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I saw just uh, Mr. Liger wrestle that, that weird Ring of Honor Japan show at the Garden a few years ago. Okay. Yeah, which was a mixed bag of wrestling. <laughs> let's see. Well, it was the new number 19? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm like looking. I'm like, no, wait. I'm sorry. I got to go higher. He's better than BioArmor Giver. <laughs> ooh, ooh, okay. Uh, where is he? So you saying he's better than Viper too? <laughs> That's hard. And Cactus. Why is how is BioArmor Giver? How is I mean BioArmor Giver? Looks it's cool pretty cool looking. Yeah, I definitely, I I've definitely misspelled okay, Giver so on I here. Will, I will say I will, I'll give him sixteen over Havoc, but I don't think it's better than fucking uh, BTAS Redler. Yeah, which puts him in the top twenty regardless. All right, you know, yeah. it's it's a yeah. negotiation. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bio Armor Giver is Giver fucking yeah. That's a fucking I mean, it is a pretty cool looking side. Giver. It's yeah. not regular Giver though. Regular Giver would probably go higher. I think that would go at, like between the Wasp and Giver. That's the only you know at this point now. It's kind of like if someone submits uh, black and gold armor Wasp, it would go above, directly above Wasp. Wasp has many great looks. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that is that was a fun our list. That was a very fun list. Yeah, I like yeah. That whole bunch. I was like, there's a theme here. <laughs> it's it's, it's hard to figure bad. out. Okay, so it's uh, my turn? Yes. Okay, so I had to like think about this one because I didn't, like, we have an unspoken rule where we're, we're not supposed to do top shooters. Or at least, like, potentially do top shooters. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. we're like, mostly, like, trying yeah. to avoid the iconic stuff, I think. Right. But uh, I'm, because I'm going with a design I like because it's very simple, very fun. I think it's going to be a fun comparison to um, noted plumber Mario. All right. So it is going to be... Uh, my favorite Pokemon. Oh, uh, and that is Psyduck from Generation Aww, One. I, I, do I, love, I do love Psyduck. Uh, so I have a lot of fond memories of the the, Poke, the first like Generation Pokemon uh, because my sister was like was young enough to be like that key demograph. So I'd watch the cartoon with her and play with her, and she's like, "I like Pikachu. Pikachu's very really good." I was like, "Ah, oh, so we got here. We had you know, I like Charmander at first. You know, he's a little dragon guy. That's kind of you got to slow down, Christy. So, You're doing so, the thing." Uh, my sister, yeah. So like Charmander was cute. This motherfucker is a big dopey duck. Uh, so dumb. He's, he's, he's a psychic Pokemon. I love him. He take the more da- the more damage he takes is the, his he- headache gets bigger, and the worse his headache is, the more psychic damage he could do. He's kind of like Charles Xavier if it wasn't a bastard. Uh, so Sonic is a big old yellow duck. I assume what everyone knows what ducks look like. <laughs> yeah, look, this does not really look like a duck. <laughs> duck this Jesus. is a, this looks like a duck like. Garfield looks like a cat. That's right. But Garfield is a cat. Uh, to this day, I can't like. It's the vacant look of his eyes and the or her eyes. I, I shouldn't turn to Pokemon and the three little like hairs it has on top of its head. Like, <laughs> the fact that there's no mouth, like it's just a big bill jutting yes. out, so yes. you don't see a mouth, and it's like it, you it's... know, the, it's, he never like opens. Does he? It, it, if you watch the anime, it, it opens. Okay. Like, ah, yeah, but like, yeah. it's just like the big white eyes with a little dot of a pupil. Yes. Just always holding his head. <laughs> like, this poor, nasty headache. <laughs> this, this, poor, this poor, poor boy. Good, it's a good Pokemon. I fucking love Psyduck so much. Look, I, look I'm going to say this. I don't know why. Look, Psyduck gives me like Charlie Brown feelings. Yeah. Yeah, same energy. Same energy. It's just things. like good grief all yeah. the time. Right, but if if Lucy was to take the side the ball away from Psyduck, Psyduck would blast her mentally. 
Yeah. Um, okay. pretty great. Okay, so... I really go to Mario because like, I feel like that's a good comparison. Do you think this is better or worse than Mario? <laughs> Iconic video game character. That's tough. Yeah, right. I mean, wow. It's pretty wild how many things are above Mario when you right. think about it. For but, one of the things is like Mario's like one of the most iconic video game characters, if not, but like iconic and cool design, not necessarily. Sadek's yeah. definitely cuter than <laughs> yes, Mario. Yes. That's the thing. <laughs> right. Sadek's real cute. Right. <laughs> um. New number twenty. Right below. Wait, no. That's Carol. I was thinking Wasp. <laughs> so what's better, Sadek or Sephiroth? <laughs> I was actually I thought I thought nineteen was the wasp from Avengers Earth eh, Earth Mightiest Heroes because like EMH wasp real cute right Psyduck real cute all right like does Psyduck go near Cactuars the I guess is the Ooh. next question okay see like I'm content with him hanging with Tracer right, but Tracer, like okay, Tracer is twenty one right Uh... I, yeah. I would have Psyduck go above Tracer. Okay. Again, it comes out of the yeah. question. What's better, Psyduck or Spawn? <laughs> this is biased, but like, Psyduck? Yeah, like, right. Like, Spawn, Spawn in that cool. 90s like, Edge Lord way. I'm like, yeah, Psyduck. He's <laughs> a big old Pokemon. Psyduck's adorable. Right. Um, like, if I, like, yeah, if I was going to buy a Spawn, if I had the choice of buying one of well. Okay. Spawn would fit in more with the comic stuff, but like, right. Psyduck's real cute. Yeah, <laughs> I'm more likely to own a Psyduck plushie than I am oh, a Spawn thing. Yeah, I definitely have several Psyduck plushie in storage right now. Um, Psyduck. Psyduck number twenty. All right, I mean, what you know? It's a good, good ranking for Psyduck. <laughs> Polyma. Nope, that's not how you spell it. <laughs> no, that is not. I'm not. Mm, that's that's going in a direction I'm not comfortable with for, for, for my Pokemon. I'm gonna stop sharing. <laughs> All right, so we'll do my one submissions. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yo, look, it's on brand with some wrestlings again. Okay, good. So, I and I chose this before looking at this week's li- submissions. So, you know, uh, so basically she had a bad showing last week because oh. she, uh, you know, Thunder Rosa. She tried to do a very loving tribute that just wasn't great looking right <laughs> so uh i'm gonna do one of her great looks okay cool this is from i think it's let me look new year's smash okay and this is her x23 cosplay oh shit shit that rules yeah it, it, uh... it, it rules so oh, here's the there's like the close-up yeah and yeah, there's like the the backstage yeah. pose shot so it is Laura Kinney cosplay. It's the blue and gold, the blue and yellow. Uh, you know, the crop top. She's got like her wrist tape together with a black, and she's holding like the two blades between her fingers. Uh, yeah, she's got red circles around her knees with TR for Thunder Rosa, and like red circle around her belt. Of course, the half face paint, when you look at it uh, closer. She's got like the the Wolverine sort of like cut stripes of the cow for the half paint. So good. The cheap and like you know it's white with like blue and gold lightning bolt up the top. Uh, so the black lipstick's so good. Yeah, love this, love this. And like yeah, it's it's just just it's a real look. I know Johnny Gar. Uh, wrestlers love to cosplay comic yes. book characters. Yes. yes. Some pull it off. This was a delight. Yes. I mean, there's other wrestlers that have other, like, uh, if somebody ever, like, I'm not going to, well, I might eventually submit it, but the one time Jade Cargill dressed up as a Jade from Mortal Kombat, it was right. fucking, it melted right. so many people's brains. It was so hot. Didn't Jade also do a My Hero Academia costume recently? You know, is it the funny girl? I want to say. I don't think so. I think that was. Yeah, I think some. I don't I think, think was, she's ever yeah. done a bunny girl. But yeah, like, also, I don't know my hero. I, I know of it. But right. I'm going to Google this right yeah, now. I'm the wrong person to ask for that. Oh, she's got gold eyeshadow. It's real good looking. Uh, so yeah, uh, X23 Thunder Rosa. 
uh, rules, 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 rules. Uh, she didn't do the do a My Hero Academia costume. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, okay. So, Sorry. Okay. So, uh, definitely better than Kid Bandit Maki Ito. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at other Wolverine. Oh, oh, other <laughs> yeah. Lara? Yeah, yeah, because these are both Wolverine costumes. Uh, is this better or worse than X Hell Hellfire Gala? Hellfire Gala Wolverine. Yeah, which is, is I think That uh, is number eighteen. Yeah, it rules and riffs. That is real cute. Right. Uh, damn, that's tough. Because like this is like seeing it as art versus seeing it on a real person. Right. Right, and like but this is also, like you know, heavily honestly, inspired, but also that Hellfire outfit, you could easily pr pretty much see on a real person. It's right, not right. beyond. Oh yeah, I'm sure. We're like what a week and a half out from San Diego Comic Con. We're gonna see a, a cosplayer or two with that. Uh, okay, so honestly, all right. Oh, how was Havoc above? Did I argue for Havoc being above Wolverine? Yeah, because it's that that, that jacket. It's, that jacket yeah. rules. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, okay. that was all you. I'm never gonna put having that high otherwise. Um, this is a tough one. I right. think that's perfect. Like, uh, I'm going to say below Lara. Okay. I so think it's like, below Carol. Okay, so is this better or worse than Psyduck? <laughs> that's tough. Because like, it's cool to see this. Like, is that the whole thing? Is like, what's like, yeah, it's very cool to see this. Like, I was excited because I had forgotten she she wore this before, and I do love this look. Um, but Psyduck is also Psyduck. Yeah, Psyduck's. So... I think I love this Psyduck. Goes... Psyduck's great. Um, I'm probably gonna root for Psyduck in this. But <laughs> yes. like, I'm just I just had the image of like, man, imagine if Psyduck painted half his face. <laughs> Imagine if Psyduck did a Thunder Rosa costume. Yeah, I was thinking what if Psyduck were like with the old school like brown like little like Wolverine costume. <laughs> Just like little like forty things. Uh, like imagine Psyduck dressed as Thunder Rosa. That rule. Oh, hey, any artist friends that listen, yes, if yes. you want to do a Thunder Rosa Psyduck, please do. Or like what if she was like in a you know, like you had the like like a uh, was it Kigurumis? Like the like the pajama things. Oh, Kigurumi? Yeah, or coming out with a Psyduck one, also good. That'd be pretty wild. Yeah. Uh I think this goes between Psyduck and Spawn. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay with Spawn that. Spawn guy had a good showing, but like... I'm sorry, Al Simmons, but, you know... <laughs> I'm sure it's I, I don't have as much of a relationship right. with you as I do professional wrestling, <laughs> let alone <laughs> women's professional wrestling. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, this, that was a good choice. I, I was... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I was like... I need to find an image real quick, and this was already in my Divas of Design folder, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, let's just use this." <laughs> right, it's pretty good. Uh, does that make Donna Rosa? Oh no, just oh. So we actually know tonight we had our highest wrestlers now, uh, with with Liger and Rosa. I yeah. also, it's also funny because like I keep on considering Mario the high point, and now we have Psyduck Tracer. So yeah, eighty-two. Tracer. Yeah. The midway would be forty-one. Yeah. Jaina Proudmore is like the midway <laughs> point. That makes sense, because, like, that's when I think it's good. So, Mario's still in the first half. Right. I was like, oh, the most, like, most iconic computer game character. There are currently two video game characters on well, the list that we rank higher. Uh, well, three, guess... three, I'm sorry. Cactuar is still our highest video game character on yeah. here. <laughs> that is, well, yeah, yes, that is true. That's video game originated originally yeah. in video game. Yeah, Pac-Man would probably go pretty high. I'm not gonna lie. Pac-Man would be a top shooter. I'd, I'd yeah. put Pac-Man over Pac-Man and Pac-Man too. Yeah, any any Pac-Mans or Miss Pac-Man, I put I put over Ghostbusters to be honest. Oh wow! Right. I think so. We cannot. All right, we should not talk about. No. no. Well, yeah, if, if you want to submit Inky, if we can submit Inky Binky and the rest of the ghosts. Clyde. Yeah. Clyde. Thank you. <laughs> Ghosts. Uh, that was a fun. That was really fun. Holy crap! Yeah. yeah. All right. So, if listeners wish to submit their own options for us to hear us rant and rave about <laughs> and poorly describe for <laughs> listeners, uh, you can do that by sending us an email at divasofdesignpod at gmail .com. Or honestly, look. If you're gonna, tw if you want to just tag us on Twitter <laughs> with three images, 
just tag us on Twitter at Divas of Design, or you can send submissions to Christy because otherwise, like sometimes Christy likes to surprise me with a list. That'll be yes. fun. That's yes. fun because I control the email, and yes. it's more fun this way, I guess, for Christy because yeah. she doesn't know what's coming. No. So, uh, Christy, where can they reach out to you? Ah, uh, geez, uh, you can find me uh, below. If you look down, it says at the Anarchist. That is currently my Twitter and Instagram handler. Uh, once the HRT starts, I'll probably add a TIE at the end of that, or at least try to. Uh, you can also find me on Why TikTok. Wait? Just uh, do it. Easy. <laughs> uh, you can also find me on TikTok and um, Twitch at NY Snark Exchange, where most of our video game content goes there. Uh, yeah, I have nothing else to plug, really. I, don't, I think all I'm doing is just video games to top nonsense for the next couple of weeks. All right. Uh, you can follow me at Jolene Double O Negative on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch, which still don't do. So, <laughs> but you can always see my makeup photos on Twitch or no Instagram, Instagram, <laughs> not Twitch. Um, our music is Keep Calm and Pocket. No, One Fine Day by Keep Calm and Pocket. Let me pull up my script. Real dumb, real, real class act here. One Fine Day from Keep Calm and Podcast, which you're listening to right now through the magic of editing, and um. You know, I know it's this my week to do the sign off and uh good night. <laughs> Trans rights. <laughs> Trans rights. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Alright, damn it, I can't just end on that. Uh like look, damn it. <laughs> Alright. Please support, you know, you know, just just let's go beat up the Supreme Court. Yeah. <laughs> that's our that's this week that's this month's sign off it's fuck time. the supreme court yeah, really fight <laughs> yeah. all right good night everybody Bye.